Hello, everybody, and welcome what's going to be arguably the better episode about Yakuza 6. Today, we're talking about the story and characters and settings and all the facial pores that are in this game. And I'm not going to put any kind of energy like I did last time. So, Craig, say hello. Hello. Luke! Hello. And Mike. Hello. Alright, so once we get the giggles out of our system. <laughs> um Okay. So Yakuza yeah, Six Story, guys. Um, let's start right into it this time. Where did you come into this story wise? Did you play a lot of one? Did you just play zero and go to six? I played the entire series all the way up to this point um, and I came straight into 6 thinking it would rely on, a lot on Yakuza 5. Um, taking a guess as if though I hadn't played the previous games, I think it doesn't really factor in as much, but I'll be yet, well I'm, I'm yet to find out from you guys. Yeah, I, I don't think you need much knowledge, but Craig, Luke, is I, all you I, had zero? I can attest, I've played 5 as well, and I can attest to the fact that you do not need prior knowledge, because it's still, it takes me a lot of time playing these games just to remember who's who, and what's going on, because it's quite a complex story going on, it's very drama, and I, I, I kind of follow my big stick at places, so You know what knowing, I did, Craig? What? I made, not a spreadsheet, what's the word I'm looking at, a flowchart. Oh. Where I just grabbed a picture <laughs> of the guy's face, slapped it in a flowchart, went, okay, he is this guy, he is this guy. Actually helped quite a lot. I wish I didn't delete it, otherwise I would share it. <laughs> but yeah, sorry to interrupt. Apologies, but I'm just quickly speed, um, picking up that list that you sent me earlier of all the characters in the, net, in the game. So I do actually have a flowchart of my own. Uh, faces help, especially when you're dealing with names that are foreign. The, the faces, if you, they didn't have that little splash screen that pops up, oh yeah, it would take me a lot longer to actually grapple with. Okay, so he's the fourth chairman of the Dojima clan, and he's yeah, like it gets the hierarchy gets confusing. Luckily, I don't think they they mention hierarchy, but it's not integral that you know all of that stuff to get the story. Just a quick question. Who is Paul Lim off the very bottom of the uh, list? Paul Lim? <laughs> I googled this sucker. He, uh, if you do all of the dart sub-stories, you get to play a dart champion, and that guy is Paul Lim. Oh. And they used his face and his voice in the game. Actually, I oh, think wow. he's the only English speaker in the entire game. He speaks English. Oh, wow. um, and yeah, it's the, you get to face off against an actual real-life darts champion. Uh, I had a feeling he'd decent. be the post-credits um, secret character, but I guess I guess you're not bumping into a professional darts player at the end of the game. So, uh, okay. <laughs> Unless he's got some wicked ties to the underworld, man. I don't know. He might. Um, but yeah, I'm sorry I interrupted you guys. Craig, Luke, did you guys feel lost in the beginning? No, not really. I mean, there's obviously little bits of story that like there's a bit in the game where it, I think it refers to Yakuza Three, and um, it it doesn't really touch on it. I, I gather if you've played the third one, you'll have a bit more context, but it doesn't really feel like you're missing out by not playing the the previous games. And I've only played zero 
through to completion. I got maybe a quarter of the way through one and thought, I better not, actually. I'll, I'll wait for Yakuza 6 because it was... We were going to record quite soon. Yeah, you don't want to get burnt out on it, too. Yeah, yeah. We don't need another so he, persona. That's true. <laughs> so he, <laughs> here's the question. Now that you've played this one and it's got a shiny new engine and new combat system, do you guys think you'll be able to go back and play the older ones? Oh, yeah, no problem. But, I mean, remember who you're talking yeah, to here. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, Mr. Final Fantasy. <laughs> <laughs> I do totally get where Luke's coming from, though, because it, it it's it's a stunning looking thing, and uh, you know they they're going to look very wooden when you go back to them. It's like going back from Monster Hunter World to uh, yeah. old Monster Monster Hunter games to try. Mm. <laughs> mm. Mm. The thing I seem to remember what? from Five that made a big difference was the kind of the dialogue felt a lot more old, you know, like te- dialogue boxes and stuff like that. Oh, I'm trying to think yeah. of how to explain it. I can't. Like the presentation? Yes, yes. More than anything else. Well, I mean, I mean that that's kind of what the hook is, though. I mean, I guess it all depends on how much you actually click with the story as opposed to the things that, I, I, in my opinion, aren't as important as, like, you know, animations and stuff like that. Like that, it's just video games 101 for me. It's like, oh, of course they're going to look weird. It's a video game. Um, It's not really until this gen where I had to stop thinking that way. I'm like, oh, no, they don't need to look like that. But I have a question for you, Mr. Michael, and I guess you, Craig, because mm. 5. It's been a long time since I played 5, and I don't think I finished it. But was Haruko always this dumb? I remember her not being that dumb in, like, Kiwami 1 and stuff. I think she's she's quite a trusting person. Um, I think there was... Uh, the weird thing is, a lot of Yakuza 5, I remember, was all the weird sub-stories of how her, you know, her, her idol career was... Idol career was sort of going down. It's kind of, yeah. oh, I don't like this other group. Oh, we're now all friends, and we're now all going to sing on stage together, and things like that. And and you know, um, being part of a good community can save the world. And I was like, yeah, she she's a bit sort of washy with her her ideals in in a sort of sincere way, I guess. I don't know. Well, like like here's my thing, right? So in case you know you need a refresher, listener. So, after the events of Five, where Haruko goes on stage and says, Hi, my dad's a Yakuza, her, her career kind of hits the skids, as <laughs> you would expect it to do. Mm-hmm. And when Kiru goes to jail, she goes to the orphanage, and she helps raise the kids. And then, because the media's getting close to her, she just kind of ups and leaves. Yeah. That was weird, right? Yes. Mm. She... She she's already done things similar to that if if I remember right in in five as well a, a couple of times so it didn't make full logical sense to me and I was thinking like uh, and it seems like she re repeats the same stuff like um you know it's I don't want any publicity about in fact I, actually if I remember right I think it was also Kiryu himself it's all about I don't want the publicity but I'm going to get the publicity and I'm going to get into a bigger trouble which will cause even more publicity. To the point that you're thinking, how are these people not all on a reality TV show? Just, uh... <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, yeah, they make. And I, I mean, I, I'm sure there's some disconnect with us. Well, at least here in America, and I'm pretty sure in in Europe, you guys don't have like an idol scene. Not that. Like that's a very Japanese thing. Maybe I don't understand it, but it doesn't make much sense. I mean, 
I don't understand it. It doesn't make much sense, but that doesn't mean it's not happening here because I've got very little idea what's going on. <laughs> so, um, yeah, Luke, do we have an idol scene? Uh, I, I I don't know, man. <laughs> um, not to the same extent. I I gathered it was just that you know Japanese thing of being very honourable and like any sort of tarnish to your image or how people perceive you is like worse than death almost well that's a pretty good point because yeah, like sins of the father is a very big theme here yeah yeah that is a good point um another thing i like like when i first booted this up i really thought the orphanage was going to play a big part in this game oh so did mm. stupid me yeah <laughs> um those poor kids have no idea what's been going on they probably still don't <laughs> and they have no parental guardians Yes. It would have been great if there was an orphanage <laughs> mini game, actually. You know, like theme theme orphanage. Theme orphanage. Well, yeah. Like rent your orphans out. <laughs> you put on. Send them to work. <laughs> Is that or you put in some topiary hedges, and now you have plus two orphans? Exactly. And I, I, I got it down for that. <laughs> so. In the, the clan minigame where you've got to send out your troops, you send out the orphans oh, as clan well. <laughs> Um So uh, one thing that I, I put on my notebook like right away was this opening takes a very long time to get started. And I kind of applaud how, I don't want to say brave, but they're not afraid of saying, no, we have a story to tell. Wait a minute. And then you'll get to the game. Did that mm. rub you guys the wrong way at all? As part of a Yakuza game, really, <laughs> I had, I, I found Yakuza Zero's pacing to be really, really odd, and part of me thought maybe it's like a an Eastern thing and that that's the way they like their games, but it actually pays off having these weird pacing things because when the action does get going, it really, really sucks you in, and then, bang, slow down. We're gonna we're gonna pull or drag this out into a weird tangent that you don't quite expect. Like they touch on so many themes, as you said, of like being a parent and stuff and um it, it all pays off in the end is i think what i'm trying to say mm. so to, I, I just as a quick point i did find it very odd that you start off the game in the whole um you know like ghost in some sort of dream sequence just meeting all the characters from the game i think i think that's just a concession made to uh you know say we don't know what, what your history is with this series maybe we'll just chuck you in here to um to try and familiarize yourself. I think that's a pretty elegant way to do it, to be honest, rather than a, another long cutscene. It's uh-huh. kind of the, okay, which character do you not know about? Yeah. You click on them if you don't know about them. Of course, having OCD, I had to click on every single one. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, same here. <laughs> I swore there was going to be a trophy. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, so so they have this bit of a serendipity thing going on here with as soon as... Kiru gets out, he goes to the orphanage, and the orphans don't know where Haruko is, and then he decides to go to Kamurocho. Goes to Kamurocho, and wha-bam! The lady has been hit by a car. Now, other than trying to immediately think who it might be, they really uh, buried the lead on that baby thing, didn't they? Mm. Like, you think they would have brought up the baby right away. But it's not what for another good couple of chapters where you find out oh, shit, she had a baby. <laughs> it's, a, it's a bit of an odd, odd tale, isn't it? Um, yeah, 
As I say, it pays off at the end. <laughs> <laughs> well, um, other than the Yakuza being Yakuza and having a massive fist fight in the same room as a baby <laughs> and beating the ever-loving <laughs> shit out of your yeah. best friend. Um, with crib. Oh with, with, I was with playing cribs. that. The kids, the kids were in the room and I'm picking up like shit and hitting this person the cribs are going everywhere and they're like the baby the baby watch out for the baby uh, I, I kind of did the same thing I was like oh am I too close to the crib mm-hmm. <laughs> did I just pick up the crib with the baby <laughs> um and then it- <laughs> there was none of that in my game I was throwing full on drop kicks <laughs> there's a specific heat action if you pick up the baby and just smash it <laughs> in his face oh. um adapt wouldn't put it past him considering no. a scene that happens later mm. but um I've not seen have we all hit that I, scene I can't wait for it okay alright alright right, I won't, won't we won't go into too much detail then no but it, it wasn't I didn't really have a I didn't feel much of a hook to be honest with you in those beginning areas of Camarocho I was like okay she had a baby I, I, that's fine with me don't really care all that much let me punch people like it wasn't until I started um, getting antsy for the fighting, and it, even then, it didn't really kick in, right? Because this is a new engine. You want to see what the fighting's like. Do you think they stretched it too long without the fighting? Uh, I, I, I found it fairly well paced, to be honest. I sort of, I mean, I mean, I was I was itching for a fight, but but you you do start off straight away with the uh, you know the tutorial fight, I guess, where it's you know set further along the time of the story. Before you bounce back to the, is that that's before you go back to the orphanage, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. You start with a fight with mm. uh, Nagamo. Yeah, is that but how you pronounce it? yeah, yeah, yeah. It's Nagamo. Um, yeah, but that's not really like that's not a full yakuza. There's eight people here, and all I have is a road cone fight. Yeah, that that does take a, a. There is a lot of foreshadowing before that even starts happening. It's like you might walk past the street where you see a lot going on, and you're thinking. When's all this going to kick off? When am I going to get the big full-scale battles? And it, it does take, I think, it, what was it? Maybe about five hours in before I, I finally got a big, decent sort of 40 men against one thing. Yeah, that's not a bad guess, actually. Mm. Like, I mean, like you said, there are fights beforehand, but they're not really like Yakuza fights. Um, So, as a uh, Mike, Mike and Craig, as somebody that played 5, did you immediately have uh, a vested interest in this Haruko storyline? No, I, I I'm not sure. I think. <laughs> <laughs> well, I think that's where, that's where we differ then, because, uh, you know, if you played if you played just the first game, that's probably enough to to get you get you going for that sort of side of the story, and it's it's sort of like a an on and off relationship with Haruka in a way because you sort of like. You know, she's quite important in quite a few of the games, um, and you do sort of see her over time. And it gets a bit, it gets a bit stretched when you're doing all your dancing idol stuff in five. But um, you know, I, I was a bit surprised because you know the end of five ends with Kiryu being pretty much borderline dead, <laughs> and then you know it fl- flips over to her for the for the start of this one. And you think, bloody hell! So. Uh, you know, it does come out of nowhere in a way, and I'm not sure. It's strange seeing it, seeing it being someone else who's you know been under that under that threat for once. Um, I, I think, think you do. I felt I felt it was such a strange hook 
at the start, it just it, it didn't fit quite right for me, so I just didn't get sucked into it straight away. I did get the more the game went on, I get sucked. Mm. I was more caring about finding out why it happened than wanting to track down who hurt. Do you know what I mean? I, it was more about the whys than the hurt. One, one of the oh, now, but, see, I was. Oh, so, so, so one, one of the very odd things about it though is that in the why you are at the start for some weird reason just thrown into like a detective mode bit where you just search blood tracks on the floor things like that yeah. i don't know where that came from and i don't know what you know what thinking there was behind it but um you know the, well the only thing i can think about why they would do that is if you didn't play one and because those all give nice little moments of how much kiru cares about haruka mm. uh for me craig uh, the hook really didn't start until it was the who's the father Oh, that that was okay. So it's somebody I hadn't seen before. They're not gonna just you know pull a Final Fantasy and it was a space god the whole time. So it's got to be somebody I know yeah. here. That was way more interesting to me. And then of course, well, we'll, we'll talk about what happened when you go to Hiroshima. My all my money was on Takeshi, and that was a, I was thinking he's the dad and That's he's keeping to the ears. <laughs> <laughs> I, that that did cross my mind a couple of times. And I yeah, thinking, mine too. Actually, <laughs> oh. especially um, like one of, the, one of the early bits, he goes like, "Come and sit on, come and sit on Grandpa's lap." Grandpa's or lap. And yeah. I was like, going, oh yeah. my god, what's happening? What's happening? Just like, just well, on the little five minutes to him, and I'm thinking, "Oh my word, what's going on?" He was like, "Well, okay, he's a guest character. Mm. They got to make him important." Is this really how they're going to do it? That's really skeevy, man. Yeah. For a while, me and Kelsey are both like, he's the dad. Ew, he's the dad. I'm, I really wish I could <laughs> stick around for the rest of this podcast just to figure out how, how he fits into this because, uh, you know, have, having beat Scashi in it is is absolutely immense. And, you know, it, it, all, of, all of his scenes that he's had so far, he sort of steals it, even if he's just sat there looking, playing mm. dumb and just doing not much. It's he brings because uh, he's 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 more serious. He brings more weight to the character than some of the goofiness of the rest of the Hirose mm. clan. He's like, he's he's a big character for such a gravelly voiced wheeled man. He's got a very different type of energy going mm. on than everybody else. Like I yeah. guess him and Kiru are kind of two sides of one coin. Like I think that's what makes Kiru so. Um, attractive as a protagonist is they've kind of got that same I don't really talk unless I absolutely have to thing going on no, I, but yeah he nails it like oh, it was yeah. great there was a lot of chatter before I remember reading a lot of chatter of he was only going to be in it as he was only in there as a token character he was going to have one line and he was there to sell the game yeah. he was going to be Stan Lee yeah <laughs> yeah pretty much he was going to be Stan Lee <laughs> <laughs> Stanley, <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, and I mean, I mean, like, um, it, it's amazing that he's actually in a video game because the guy like legendarily detests video games. So I mean, it's like a huge get to get this guy, and I'm kind of glad they did. I mean, I don't know much about him other than you know your John Woo movies and the, some of his old stuff, but that that's like I smiled ear to ear. It's like that is very cool that he's here. Do you think that's maybe why he's like apathetic? Oh, no. He's got like no emotion. He's not like aggressive like every other Yakuza member that you meet. He's he's quite laid back. And do you think that's maybe done on purpose because he's not into video games? Well, you see, I don't know because that also plays into the story very well. It does because 
because what happens, and I'm being really cagey about this, like, Thank you. what Thank happens, you. you don't expect to happen okay. around him. Because even I was like, holy shit. See, from the moment I met him, I was like, nah, he's, he's, there's something up with this guy. And I, I guessed it from like within the first 10 minutes of him okay, now, being there. So See, I knew something had to be, he had to be important, mm. but I didn't guess what it was going to shake out to be. And then he turns out to be the dad, yeah. and you're like, oh, my God. <laughs> Fuck off. And, and, and then he's Mr. Hangman. <laughs> and they all get into a cat bus and live happily ever after. Oh, God. But okay, uh, so you touched on it. The Hirose clan, mm. the new guys. Um, Nagamo can die in every kind of fire imaginable. Whoa, no, 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 no. Nagamo, right, to begin mm. with, I hated him. But you slowly start to realize that he's there, there's like a total like um, are you not getting Nishki vibes from him by the end like by the end yeah the, the bit yeah but look an asshole is still an asshole whether he's a nice asshole or a shitty asshole I like I just thought, you've I got a way with words Dave quite endearing <laughs> because they were they're very low down in the yakuza tree they're like. They're, they're the lowest of the low. And I think it's just nice country bumpkins. So I took it at, yeah, he's got his head full of pride and he's an idiot. So that first fight, you're like, oh, mate, just I hope I never see you again. And then he comes back. and I It took me by surprise how much I liked him at the end because it was a very gradual shift from wanting to smack his face in for real to being like, hey, bro, how you doing? <laughs> Honestly, it was the bro stuff that got to me. Like, um, it didn't read as genuine. It read as false. I like, mean, I love the re- yeah, <laughs> I love the rest of the Hirose guys. Like, you know, old Pudge over there and guys got like a catcher's mitt for a face in Utah. <laughs> They're all cool. Yeah, he's like the Japanese Ron Perelman. <laughs> 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 oh, I really hope they make a Hellboy and use that guy's face. <laughs> But yeah, yeah, like like those guys I liked. Uh, like I mean, everybody still likes Date, and you like all mm. the other characters. It was him. I don't like him. Ah, uh, I I do. I had a soft spot for him. Is is Dan Date based on Columbo? <laughs> God. <laughs> well, we he's got the same outfit. He's got the same uh-huh. haircut. <laughs> he, he drinks a lot. He's oh, now, see, I think Chow Yun Fat, not Columbo. <laughs> he kept on saying uh, just one more thing. As as the only one who's trailing behind everyone else on this, um, I I think so far, like uh, Yuta seems to be throwing me some sort of potential. I mean, he seems to be fo- appearing in a lot more scenes than I thought he might. So. um I've got suspicion. Well, he's a famous actor over there too. Like I googled him, like mm. he's in a lot of these scenes. That's, and I googled him, I was like, oh, okay, that's why. That's the big problem because it quite quite often I don't want to know who the apart from B, who I knows I knows gonna have to have something happen later. But I didn't want to know who the other other special guest actor was just in case it had spoiled what I expect to happen with him. Because I I noticed also, you know, uh, Somia, he's sort of like. I wasn't sure whether the the special guest actor was was that Yuta or or the um you know the head of the well the the current second oh, Ma- in charge. Masanoi? Yeah. 
Um, yeah, well, I mean, I mean, for me, I, I don't know any of these guys, and I, it was like, okay, he looks, like, really specific, he looks like a person they're focusing in on, mm. and then I would Google them. Oh, no. Um, one thing, <laughs> I guess, that none, none of us would ever have this happen to us is, it's gotta be weird to play this game when you're Japanese, right? Mm. Like, because there's all these celebrities there. It's got to be kind of like a spoiler thing, Mike, where it's like, okay, he's a really oh, big celebrity, yes. so I know he's important. It'd be like, you know, if we had a game with, like, Tom Hanks, <laughs> you know, Chris Hemsworth, and then Tim Allen. You're like, oh, well, okay, no, right. one of them's going to be a big deal. Yeah, Tim, Tim Allen's going to die in the first 15 minutes, probably. Oh, yeah, yeah, he's, <laughs> he's going. That's the first thing I've ever seen. You're right. That poster of him with like a dog face and his eyes or something, that that's still nightmare material. Oh, Shaggy Dog? Oh, I don't know what it was. The remake? It's, it's terrible. Tim Allen's eyes on a dog. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. Uh, but but yeah, like like Mike, you bring up that good point of like if you know these guys, you're gonna know. Okay, he's important. Mm. Okay, so. Uh, Luke, how do you feel about the Hirose guys? You've been kind of quiet. Uh, Hirose is the the small is small town gang over in the cl- yeah the, yeah the, the small town yeah yeah I I quite like them. I really like the the whole introduction via the baseball game. I thought that was great. Mm. I thought um like I re- when I first met them, I thought oh here we go. They're, these are a bunch of plebs that. Kiri's just gonna bash his way through but then you kind of learn to love them and um it it, it totally had vibes of the, the Dojima clan before it kind of got shut down and I think again this game is touching on a lot of nostalgia it's going through past themes of the previous games mm. um this being like I think he refers to it himself Kiri where he's like it feels like home Mm. And uh, I'm not sure if that was deliberately touching on previous games. I, w- I think that's why I would have liked to have played the previous ones before I touched this one. Well, like when you first meet these guys, I kind of had an inkling of, okay, these are going to be the crew for this game. And I didn't want that at first. Mm. I wanted some of the Camarocho crew instead. Like, you know, the characters you've known mm. for a long time. Like, mm-hmm. you know, you know, make Date more of a part of this uh, hold on, I gotta look at names here because yeah. uh, there's a lot of names I forget. Just while you're but, looking like, at names, oh. I was gonna say like like uh, Akiyama and and uh, Majima. Mm. Like I wanted those guys as the crew instead of new guys, That's... which I think is weird. Especially, oh god, no, on you go, on you go. I'm interrupting. I was gonna say I think it, it, it's weird to bring in a whole new group in the last game of Kiru's story, unless dot dot dot. You know, that, that's exactly the point I was going to make. Was it would have made more sense to have the old crew and get the old guard around Kiryu for his last journey through this game? Um, yeah, they start killing them off like it's Game of Thrones. I, exactly. <laughs> so, are they making more Yakuza games? Then is this the final one? Or well, well, what? I'm sorry, you broke up really bad, man. Oh, sorry. Are they making more? Yakuza there is things. a new Yakuza protagonist. Like, they're going to continue, but it's a new main character. So not a Yakuza online. Yeah, I wonder if that's why they... Is that not what the what? next thing will be? Ooh, I don't know. 
Um, no, I, I think I think they're still making a Yakuza seven. Hmm. But I think they're trying out the new character in online first. I think is what I read. Huh. So it feels like we're skirting around Mike. Uh shall we Yeah, we we are a little. I mean, before that I would like to say that the you know, to try and outdo GTA five with your own little balaclava mission was quite an impressive little thing. But uh, I'm probably skipping a bit ahead on the story there, so I will bow out at this point. Uh, I'm actually going to well, do the game straight up. Uh, Mike, you did the hotel, right? Yeah, yeah. That was... All right, I, all right, all right. Okay, I, uh, I, I think I messaged Craig when I said that hotel scene was better than anything I've ever done in a Rockstar game. That thing yeah. was so much fun to do. Mm. And they they really <laughs> nailed that going in with a crew and just wrecking house feeling. Yeah. Uh, and then kicking kicking a almost naked man into a bath has never felt any better. <laughs> those, what were those towels kept on with? I kept on hitting them. It was like, come off towel, come off that nun. They were like super glued on. Yeah. Uh, those those are proprietary hotel secrets. We can't tell you. <laughs> <laughs> I think, uh, you know, like, I mean, one of the first people you meet when you first first get to Hiroshima is, you know, Ki- Kiyomi. And I think she initially, as a character, I, I was I was pretty happy. I thought I thought she'd be the love interest, obviously. But, um, yeah, so did I. You know, it, it's it slowly works around. But I, I think there's a very there's a very strong cast in this game. Once again, even even if you, you know, like knowing you're going to get new characters again. They they never miss the beat when they come to come to introducing new stuff, and that's that's really a really quite a feat for such a long running series where they could just call it in by this point. Obviously, um, um Mike, I'm just going to ask: Have you met Awami yet? I uh, did. The guy with glasses looks like a water. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I did. I did meet him briefly. Both. Um, well, he he was the one having the meeting, wasn't he, at the top of the hotel? Yeah. You get up there, um, and then I went out on the ship. I did that that small section, uh, but I've not seen them again since then. I've just returned back to Kamaroka and gone. Okay, to all see. right, then I'll, I'll I'll keep quiet on that. Um, mm-hmm. so the whole, I guess, the political end of this game, kind of like how with Zero, it was about that plot of land. Mm. Here, mm-hmm. the whole plot revolves around Yome Alliance. Well, and- little. Yeah, little little Asia got set on fire, and since that happened, the power structure in Camarocho kind of got thrown into whack. And so you have all these different groups coming in, including ones from <laughs> way, way back in like Yakuza 1 mm. that are coming and vying for power, uh, with the Chinese and the Koreans playing a major part in this one. And I think it was really nice to see those guys back. Yeah. Because I like how they bring a very different flavor, especially Ed. Uh, with a name like Ed, you wouldn't think he's a man that scary, but uh, he's a pretty scary man. <laughs> I liked Ed. I liked him a lot. Uh, yeah, he was cool. Yeah, he was pretty cool. Um, Mike, have you gotten to that point yet? I have not reached that point yet, and I think now is probably the best point for me to uh, okay to leave you guys. But I, I wish you the best for the rest of the podcast. And... Uh, I'll see you all again soon, but I'm sure it'll be. I'm You're sure. going to finish it, right? Am I? Am I going to enjoy it? 
Yes. Uh, yeah, yes, yes. Yes. Excellent. And that's that's all I need to know for now. Well, Mike, before you leave, uh, why don't you announce what big game we're doing next? The next we can go on on big game. Note. Oh, that's going to be uh, the near, near aut- automata. Or automatoes. Mm. <laughs> yep. uh, so uh, Mike is going to be our resident expert on near automata since he also recently played through near and I haven't since it came out, mm. but um, yeah, Mike, we'll see you next time when Thank we you. talk about near or anything else. Bye-bye. Bye. See you later. No, I was hoping he'd stay in the party and just any time we started to talk about something spoilery, he would just yell spoilers. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So Michael is gone. Gentlemen, yes. so much we need to talk about here. Um, oh, yeah. Number one being Samea. Um, mm-hmm. Weird social problems he has going on besides. Um, why was he not the main villain? He is super he's super cool i really liked him i'd right the way through to the end when you're fighting him when you're not fighting him when he seems good when he's bad when he's chasing you but he gives you that one grace like every single thing that man does is like super sharp and refined and perfectly played out he's like i think other than kiryu my favorite character in this game ah uh, now see I, I i really got a soft spot for yuda I, I like you to quite a lot. Ah, uh, I, I, he, he bugged the tits off me a wee bit just because of the young stupid angle. See when he was going to um, kill what's his face and burn down the the building, just like oh the, the triads, yeah. What are you? Come on, man. Yeah. This is just this is beyond stupid. Big glow. Yeah, exactly. Like a teenager. <laughs> yeah. Um, but yeah, like like uh, the whole Samaya thing. Like I, I don't think they should have had. Awami as the end guy because I'm okay with him being like a mover and a shaker but first of all his head looks really weird on a body that ripped yep yeah it doesn't work doesn't it looks it? like photoshop man I saw it I'm like is that yeah. somebody else's body um but should they have ended it at the millennium tower mm, no you don't think so I, I don't think they needed to kill the girl I, I don't think they needed to kill um oh, what's her fucking name what Kiyomi? I, I don't think they needed yeah i don't think they needed to kill Kiyomi. i i actually thought that was gonna be like <sighs> wait is she not dead <laughs> keep your mouth shut right okay i should maybe drop out at this point as well <laughs> So, so for anyone listening, I have just finished the actual game, but there's an epilogue that <laughs> I have paused right this second. Sorry, I, I made a noise there because I sat in something. <laughs> oh, oh, okay. Was it your testicles? Up, Greg. <laughs> um, okay, I think I'm going to drop out as well, guys. Sorry. Uh, but, all right. Uh, unless you want me to yeah, stay. Yeah, stay, stay, stay. Stay, stay, stay right the way through to the end. This Come on. Episode- we got this. Like, we got this. Okay. Towards the end, towards the end, I'm sure me and Craig are going to discuss the ending. Mm-hmm. At that point, go ahead and jump yeah. out. Okay. So, okay, cool. instead of breaking down the story and going from start to finish, I have to ask, and we spoke about this already, Dave, but I had absolutely no love nor affinity with the Yamato Mark II battleship side of things <laughs> oh. I'm just yeah, like man, I, this 
the the hook in Zero, that plot of land, I got the plot of land, I got the politics surrounding it, amazing. This was just like, Dave, you brought up the very good point that that in Japan this will be a bigger, you know, a bigger deal. Oh, yeah, because it's this something called Telmative history. Well, yeah, it, it's it's the end of the war. Japan is broke. They're, they're busted. Yet somehow all of these assholes managed to kill and maim and embezzle all of this money to make something that is arguably pointless. It stands as a monument to just dumb hubris, which plays into the story a lot. But that means nothing to Westerners at all. And I'm not going to say it's bad. I'm just going to say I'm a little disappointed because, Craig, you brought up what we were both thinking the secret of (laughs) Hiroshima was. Yep. I I thought the whole town was going to be the illegal immigrants, the Chinese. What was the name? Yeah, that's what I thought as well. Yeah, the um, the Hihachi, is it? No, the the Mishima. No, no, it's a Haihazo or something. It's something like that. Uh, It reminds me of Haihachi. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) So that's that's where I was going. Right, the, the, quite a lot of it. I firmly believed that the entire town was going to be populated by these people, and that was the secret of Onimochi. I did not. Th- yeah, and that's. Sorry. I I thought that was why they were so protective of Haruto. You know, when she was famous, they all knew that, but they didn't let on, um, because it was a place for people to go and just move on with their lives and get away from whatever there was in their past. But they didn't touch on that. I'm with you guys. I totally just as soon as this bit came up, because throughout the game you keep on hearing about the secret that nobody knows, and then you finally figure out what the secret is. You're like, is that it? <laughs> <laughs> like it, it did the whole anime thing of, oh, there's this big secret, but I can't reveal it, and everybody that tries to reveal it gets fucking murked. So, um, yeah, yeah, uh, the James Bond reveal didn't help either. No, it did not. No, no, no it as didn't. soon as I started opening, I'm like, what is this? Is yeah. it a spaceship? Yeah. <laughs> what is this? I, I actually thought it was going to be a nuke. The, the boy just launched nuke, by pulling a lever. A nuke wouldn't have been too bad, to be honest with you. No. Like, a yeah. nuke would have been okay. Yeah. Or even if they would have mentioned, this is and a that, nuclear-powered vessel. Okay, that might have yeah, been Yeah, and sense. this is why the Americans targeted Hiroshima. was wasn't for the population. It was because they thought there was a weapon there, and they were right. Jeez, we should have been uh, writing on this. I, I No, th- to be honest, I, I, the only reason I bring it up was because it was so damn stupid. It, for me, it just was a bum note, and I fought through it, and I <laughs> did what I needed to do. You know, you punched Beat's face, and the misty thing where he's throwing knives at you and you're a bit like I'm doing this because they've got a big boat like guys I don't care I don't care about your boat they were doing all the flashbacks of him killing people to keep it secret I'm like guys it's a boat it's a boat it's a boat (laughs) this is way too far for a boat I mean I mean I mean what it made sense that yeah this guy was being held hostage pretty much because of the refugees that that would have worked fine. That's yep. a perfect angle. Uh, yeah, just that boat. How's the boat? Yeah, I mean, I like the whole thing of there being, like, someone controlling the government and that this was his, like, they had leverage on him because he had, he'd been responsible for this boat. I liked it after the, the whole boat thing had kind of been shown and then you, you get a bit more of the political side of it. But it felt like it dragged on too long. And as you guys say, it's probably because we don't understand the reference or the culture behind it. But 
one thing I think that they did really well out, out of that is they had the son come um, and kill his father and have the little bit of discussion afterwards. Like, you know, basically, had you trusted me with this information, I would have been able to to help you with it. And his way of, like, yeah. you should have killed them all at once or not at all, rather than killing all the people that knew about it one at a time. Yeah. Uh, I thought that was quite clever as well. Well, I mean, like like old, old Kiru states in that that letter. Wait, you you've seen the letter scene, right? Right, Dave. That's no. Right. Okay. <laughs> so right unlike, <laughs> well, I can't remember Don't mention that. that. Don't. Just... Anyway, okay. No. Okay. No letter. But I will say that that plays very well in, into another theme this game plays into, which is parental relationships. Yeah, yeah. Like, I mean, that's a theme they hit over and over again. What they botched really hard was that scene when Kiru gets to see Haruta again. It's like, that. that's okay. it? That's all you guys are going to say? There's there's no... Eh, it's just, I'm sorry? Okay. Oh. Oh, that was it. All game. We've been trying to run into each other, and this is what you got to say? Do you know what I don't get? Why didn't what? Uh, um, would you call him Iwami, the the big boss politician guy? Yeah. That, why didn't he just go over to where the boat thing was being kept and unplug the button that would have revealed the boat? <laughs> well, Craig, that wouldn't have made for a very interesting game, no, would oh, it? No, no, I suppose not. I mean, I mean, the boat, the boat, and the whole plot around it kind of brings up a bigger issue and something that makes me kind of eh on the story as a whole Yakuza has never been what you would call realistic drama you have people catching nine bullets in the face and going is that all you got and then they rip off their shirt and they're suddenly healed okay that's fine but it went out of soap opera drama land to just outlandish bunker bunker nuts yeah. Where did the word bunker nuts come from? <laughs> Are you saying bunker or bonker? Bunker. Bunker nuts. As in, let's go to the bunker, the bomb's going to drop? Oh, huh. that is an odd turn of phrase there, Craig. So the first time I realized Craig said bunker nuts, Luke, how did you feel about that? Uh, Yeah. What? I was just like, "What the fuck is a bunker nut?" Well, I've googled. I mean, I've googled bunker nut, and um, all I've got is there's a company in Glasgow called Bunker Nuts. So it's it's obviously <laughs> from where I am from. Do they build bunkers? I, I don't think so. What did they do? No. Looks like an accountancy <laughs> firm or something. No, it can't be an accountancy firm. Would you use an accountancy firm called Bunker Nuts? Your Honor, we weren't embezzling. Here's my accountant from Bunker be, Nuts. I think it's very colloquial. It must be very, very colloquial, very localized. So I'll stop using it. No, it's fine. I don't care. It's just I thought you were saying bonker nuts. No, that makes bonkers. a little bit more sense. Bonkers. Well, okay. I I didn't quite know how bonkers. you'd say bonkers though. So I I chalked it up to your accent. Fair enough. Um. So anyway. But yes, Yakuza. so it, it goes very much into the land of outlandish, I don't want to say it, but video game story. Mm-hmm. Like, you guys hiding this for like 50 plus years, that's a really tall order to swallow. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So Dave, just to get back to your question from ages ago, you said, do you think it should have ended at the Millennium Tower? What? In, yeah. In terms of it should have ended at the Millennium Tower... 
they did that thing Kiryu no what's his face kills himself she gets shot yeah and then it ends <laughs> why that would be a note to go out on I'll give him that no no because it was everything after the Millennium Tower that I think dragged the game down story wise okay if you could have ended it at the Millennium Tower with maybe instead of Somea, it's it's the big bad. Okay, right. Like it's yeah. a Wami. Yep. You wouldn't have the boat thing. You wouldn't have that weird ending fight. Mm-hmm. Like, that was just, I mean, there's a guy that's head look like he's Ken dolled onto a G.I. Joe. Yep. And then you got a really old guy, <laughs> which doesn't make a, like, that end fight was, how did you guys feel about that? I was disappointed. As with everything, it was yeah. The, the guy, the fuck, you know the the big, you know when you've got a group of enemies, you've always got one or two marked more pow- powerful ones. The big guy at the end yeah. was the most challenging guy to take down. I can't remember his name at all, but for me, that was the most difficult fight in the whole game. And it was, I still didn't use any items. I must have had about four billion, well, uh, five health restorative items but i never bought any that's a very big cap (laughs) i started saying five billion i'm like the cap is five i'm gonna leave it at five um uh, it was just a bit naff it was all the guy had a gun yeah he could have just i mean enough of this yakuza pride and fighting with your fists and stuff just shoot the gang if you want it over with yeah I'll agree with you there. It's like you guys could have killed these guys like twenty hours ago, and the the whole premise of like the Koreans and the Triads and the Tojo clan, it all started off so well, and then as more and more complexity moved on, it was added, and then they moved to Hiroshima, and you've then got the the other Yakuza clan with the boat. It just got so muddled and like it felt like they had enough with the the triad and the Korean and the Tojo clan. I don't understand why they needed it like that that's my thing is by the point I got to the bit with the boat, I was like, please just stop adding complexity. <laughs> <laughs> I just <laughs> Um now see I think the Koreans and the Chinese played well into this the whole thing like even their whole arc because yeah. they're from older Yakuza games. That that's them finally tying up Okay, so this is the end of the triads in in Camarocho, and this is the end of the Koreans in Camarocho. Yeah, that was fine. Can can we discuss quite possibly the worst part of the game? <laughs> and if I was to say to you, <laughs> the only thing it was missing was the chariots of fire soundtrack. That's <laughs> 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 I was hoping so for Benny Hill. The... <laughs> can we get Benny Hill instead? <laughs> so set the scene. Set the scene. There's a bit in the game. Yeah, there's a bit in the game where um, you're, you're starting you're starting to get told what's actually happening and who the son is and who the father is and uh, it's all starting to click into se- into sense and then you find out that there's been a hit put on the 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 lad Haruto and uh, the gang come out to find a huge amount of Koreans ready there to to kill them so they decide to try and run away and each person that has the child gets tackled. So decides to chuck the child to the next <laughs> available gang member, <laughs> and there, there's this really horrible slow motion where this this baby is like almost 
got no gravity as it floats towards the next gang member with this ridiculous look on its face and they all run in slow motion and oh my fucking god it was <laughs> i was laughing uh, it was so I was all, when i got to that scene go ahead i, well, I was just gonna say i'd have fit of giggles already because of the jerry springer reveal and all the facial expressions <laughs> that they pulled off with like oh, oh, oh. their lips <laughs> just like Oh my god, that face! That is not a that's not a pretty face. That's not a surprise. That's not face. a human face. No. Um. Yeah, um, baby rugby. I, yeah. I got to that point and it started to play out, and I started laughing quite hard, like loudly hard. <laughs> Kelsey comes in and goes, "What's so funny?" And so I replayed. You know, I I just exited out and started again, played the scene, and we were both laughing so hard at how. <laughs> stupid that scene was like i could get maybe a toss the baby once but that had to be what like four lateral passes Mm -hmm. yeah including the last one where he just hucks it oh yeah with the silhouette against the moon (laughs) slow motion across it's beautiful Uh, what frustrates Uh, me the most about this whole thing again dave i mentioned this to you had they just stayed in the building and you, as Kiryu, went out, you could have kicked everyone's asses. It wouldn't be beyond or you a Yakuza and the game. Hirose gang. Yeah, you could have yeah. beat everyone up. Um, Instead, they split up and he... started throwing a baby. <laughs> <laughs> my, my, my initial impression was going to be, okay, this is where Beat gets his badass scene. Nope. Nope, he's still running with a baby like it's a football. That of the, that of the ship, guys. What do you think landed worse? Uh, the baby. Come on. <laughs> okay. Well, I'd like to also add a third into the running. Oh, okay. Uh, the previous mentioned ass man. <laughs> the hanged man, yeah. Why is he just down in the basement, dressed in that, running around with his jaws clamped open and drooling everywhere? Why, why is that right. in the Yakuza so game? My first observation is he's down in this burnt out brothel. There's no obvious running water or, or facilities for toilets. There's no cooking facilities. He's a very large guy that must need to eat a lot of protein to maintain that shape. So where is he getting that protein? In fact, I maybe have just answered that question. I was going to say, you the, might have answered your mind. own question. Um, that was so far <laughs> removed from anything I thought I'd seen in a Yakuza game. Um, but t- t- to be fair, they're, what, seven games in and they're still managing to surprise you? That <laughs> is a good point. Baby tossing for me, baby tossing, yeah, baby rugby, sealed the deal as this being as ridiculous as, in fact, the most ridiculous scene I've seen in any game, maybe? Any Yakuza game. Any game that wanted to be taken seriously. But the boat sealed the deal and me being thoroughly disappointed with the story. I think the boat had a bigger impact overall. Yeah, I think the boat, the the secret of Onomichi was like the the, your your last holdout. You were like, okay, okay, baby tossing is fine. The secret's gonna be good. Yeah, secret's gonna. Oh, it's a boat. Yeah, yeah, I get that feeling. So, so we're hitting close to an hour again, guys. Uh, So, uh, I have a question for both of you, and this isn't something I normally like to do because playing Monday morning quarterback is really dumb. So, how would you guys have fixed the story? That's a tough one. Uh, Kiru goes to jail for twenty years. And, um, Comes out in Cyberpunk 2077. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. Uh, I don't know. I think he personally. I think I would have stopped at the the, the Hiroshima, but I, I don't think I would have had that at all and just had it between the Triads and the the Tojo Clan. But it was the Koreans pulling the strings. 
in some sort of revenge on both Yakuza and the Chinese. See, I don't, okay. I, I don't mind the complicated politics. I'm a simple man, but I like a bit of depth in that. So <laughs> I, the simplicity would have come from rather the, the boat was very Japanese specific. That was a target audience was the Japanese with that. Had it been, as you said, look, a nuke, and it was the, uh, the reason Hiroshima was, was nuked was uh, it was a direct threat to the US. That would have made things make so much more sense. And the whole political, you know, driver for it was they had a handle over the, the politicians because they were keeping that nuke secret safe. They didn't want it exposed at all. That would have just made more sense to me, but in a Western audience or for a Western audience. Well, I, I can't I can't damn them too hard for playing to their home country. I mean, let's not forget yeah. they're a Japanese oh, yeah. company. Yes. Um I wonder how it hit over there. Like I, I might do some Googling and see what the reception of like that story beat is in Japan. They could have been like, Oh my god, the Yamato too. Ah the heads exploding. Yeah, I, you yeah, know. I know. That's so we may sound like giant idiots, but um for me personally I would have cut it at the keep it keep it in Kamurocho and just do the Haruto thing. Like finding out the father. That would have made a great game for me. Because in the end, that's what I cared the most about. It's like, all right, who's the dad? Why does it matter? Why did they want to ki- like keep everything involving Haruto? Like who tried to kill her? You could still have your triads and your Koreans, but you wouldn't have that Onomichi stuff. Yeah. I think it's, it's one of Kiryu's flaws mm. is saying yes to being a mascot okay, fine, I'll be a mascot. Try, You know, like, he's too nice a person, I think, overall, and he gets sucked into too much. And that was... It was the one thing that actually, now that you've said that, it threw me off at the beginning of the game, and it, I kind of ignored it towards the middle and the end, was that he cares about Haruto so much, and Haruto so much, and he just wants to deal with that, why the hell is he letting himself be distracted? How did he get so easily sucked back into the Yakuza way of life? He could have just as easily not. Yeah, he could have said no. He said no yeah. at the board meeting. Yeah. <laughs> he could have just said, guys, not my problem. Yeah. I mean, I guess if you wanted to find out who the father was and why they're trying to kill the baby, uh, it would have been a little tricky to do. Mm-hmm. But I think they could have done it. He didn't know they were um, trying to kill the baby at the start, though. He didn't know. He that was, is true. He that was just true. looking well, for the, the dad. Yeah. Um, I, I, I think I'm going to come out and say I'm not a big fan on Kiryu. I, I don't think he's the most engaging protagonist. I mean, maybe in the PlayStation 2 when it first started and, like, you know, your protagonist maybe didn't speak or it was just you were there to kick ass and you're going to be the good guy. But I don't think he's transitioned very well to, like, the current era of gaming it's it is characters so like one-dimensional it's it, it, it's just it kind of feels like i'm playing the character from Shenmue. like oh you watch your dirty whore I, mouth i mean <laughs> i quite like, <laughs> like what i can't I, imagine I, is being mad dog majima settling a baby in the middle of a street <laughs> <laughs> he would have done it so much better no but, but it's it it just doesn't I don't know. It just kind of feels like he 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 bounces from Traverse Day to Traverse Day. You know, it's not like <laughs> there's nothing um, planned about it. Now, see, 
for me, Kiro ranks way up there in terms of my favorite protagonist. Like, he's he's rocking Geralt country, all right? Um, and that's because he's not like any other protagonist. The dude barely talks, doesn't really, like, complain. He just does what he feels needs to be done. Yeah, I think... Granted, he's got ADD, yeah. but, you know, I mean, we can all work on that. On top of that, I think what I find attractive, not attra- well, yeah, attractive, I suppose, in that term. Yeah, he's attractive. He's attractive, but what I f- find compels me towards him is he's got a solid set of morals throughout every single game you're in with him. He's He's got a solid set of morals. He sticks by them. He sticks to his guns. Like, some of the, some of the cutscenes, when you say no on the boat... And you know that Kiryu would say no on the boat to that deal. You know he would say it. But I was like, oh my god, he's going to get shot in the face and thrown off the side of the boat. And that, Kiryu, what are you doing? Why don't you say yes? (laughs) Why don't you just say yes? It would be much easier. Say yes when you're on the boat and then no on land. Exactly. (laughs) You know, get out of Um, it. But he just sticks to it. That's a good point, Craig. I mean, it's. He's kind of an odd character. I mean, you're both right. He is a character from something that's not modern. He's a very old-fashioned character. Uh, kind of reminds me of why I like Marston so much, too, from, like, Red Dead. And, I mean, the fact that he is a character that is literally out of time with a moral code that is also out of time, I think, makes it all the more attractive. What's his moral code ever in time, though? Because he, he works for one of, the, like, the most dangerous gangs in the world. <laughs> in, in Japan, you know, it's not like yeah, it's no. I mean, that, that's the yeah. problem that they have to straddle the entire time. Is he's a yeah. working for a despicable organization, but he's the one honorable one. It's like the hooker with a heart of gold. I, don't get me wrong, I like I like the Yakuza games, yeah, but yeah. I do find Kiryu a little bit tedious at times. You, now, see, he's I got don't no think, weakness. Do you find them too straight laced? Yeah. <laughs> See, I like the straight laced when most game characters are, you know, your notable ones are your Kratoses and, and, you know, somebody that'll just pummel somebody's face in. It's kind of nice to have somebody this straight laced for me. Now, I don't know hmm. how much of my uh, liking of the Yakuza series is due to Kiru. I'm not sure if I'm going to be as big a fan with a new character. I don't know either. But I, I hope, that, I mean, I'm saying I hope, but they will maintain that world building, that compact, densely p- f- f- rich environment as a staple. And as long as they stick to that, a lot of boxes are going to be ticked. Well, how much of that is because it's interesting for you to see how Kiryu reacts to those things? I find it more exploratory. I find it more like I like okay. enjoying that environment. It does. I could be walking about as anyone. Okay, that's fair enough. Yeah. Uh, all right. So let let's wrap this up on the story. Well, shall I drop out here then? Because I think well, we've we've talked no, about everything you know what? I know. You know what? Um, so wrap it up here yourself and take off your headset for about thirty seconds to maybe five minutes, somewhere in there. We'll message you. It won't be very long. Right. Are you gone? Look. Look. Alright, uh, so Craig, how's everything been going? Uh, not too uh, bad, not too bad, how are you? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, we should totally have Luke edit this. <laughs> I can imagine. <laughs> um, okay, alright, so really quick while Luke is uh, taking a comfort break, yep. we're going to talk about the ending ending. Yep, um, so the two aspects of the ending we've got, we've got Kiryu obviously getting shot and deading 
himself in the last fight, only to it turn out he pulled a, a quick one and he is actually alive. And Dati San is the only person, well, no, him and the politician is the only people that know he's alive. He basically has to disappear. For the sake of everyone, he has to disappear. He has to pretend to be dead. And I think it's a complete and utter load of old tosh. I think he should have just been dead. Now, now I've had a good long think about this because we both bucked up against this really mm-hmm. hard. Like, what? Have you flip-flopped? Uh, first of all, no, I haven't flip-flopped, but I, I have an interesting thing. Like, I wonder if they're going to do. Um, Kiyomi shouldn't have killed her either. I think so. I'm fine with that. Like, her death seemed very uh, unnecessary. So I'm kind of okay she was all right. Yeah. Um, oh, yeah. No, sorry. Yeah, that's that was the other bit of it was Kiyomi. Be- oh, no, because there's the three bits, isn't there? Because there's a letter. Kiyomi, I'm totally happy with her not being dead. What's his face having a... Yeah, I, I genuinely liked her. Yeah, and I think it was a good turning point that he didn't shoot her purely based on the fact that he saw Somea stab him, himself. He did essentially save her. He stabbed himself. It, it had an impact on the guy, so he didn't shoot her. And I thought that was brilliant. Um, You still beat the ever-loving shit out of him. Oh, yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Um, um, but all right, so, so my take on the ending, right? Mm-hmm. So, okay. So this is either Sega being cowardly and not wanting to kill a character that made them so much money, which I sort of understand then don't tout this as the last one. Um, number two, they're scared the new protagonist isn't going to catch on, so they're going to bring Kiryu back. Or three, and this would be interesting, he's going to have to leave the country. If the next one is like him in Hong Kong, or Taiwan, or something like that, uh. that would be very interesting. Because they talked about Taiwan a lot in this game, and even if you do the host stuff, Kiryu's like, you know, I've always wanted to go there. Yeah. So if they supplant him into a different culture that he's not that familiar with, they could also keep that man out of time feel because it's a whole new cult. Like that would be interesting to see him and you know him and Sleeping Dogs instead of a Sleeping the other guy. Dogs. Yakuza crossover. Ah, <laughs> uh, my face would explode. Oh. I'd be so happy. Wow. Um, I. But yeah, I think all three of those are while they're great because they came out of your mouth. The first two are cop outs on Sega's <laughs> part, and they the, are. They are the third one. I, I I don't know. It's like, have you played through the end of Uncharted Four? Yes. The, they they sent Nate off, and he retired, and it ended on the beach, and everything was lovely. And you damn well hope that Naughty Dog don't go. Actually, he's back for Uncharted. You know, like there's yeah. something about it that is. It's his swan song. Why ruin his swan song with a return that? The end question mark? Yeah, exactly. I I wouldn't like it, but I would like it. So out of the groups of, let's say, of the groups of guys that we've met in this game, Mm -hmm. uh, the Hirosa guys, who would you like to be if you could pick one? Who would be the next protagonist for you? I honestly would choose Yuta or Nagamo. Um, Although playing as Date might be kind of fun, too. uh, Yuta's probably got the most potential to have a... Because he's still young. True. I mean, that didn't stop them, you know, throwing a 50-year-old well, in this sucker. that's true, that's true. But do you know, do you know who it is? Because I still haven't watched the video. Yeah, it's a guy we've never seen before. Oh, is it a guy? It's oh. a brand new character, yeah. I, um, uh, do you know what? Don't like him. 
we, we should just we should roll with it and see what they've got in store. Yeah, I'm, I'm, whatever it is, they have garnered enough goodwill, even with just six, to be like, all right, I will check out what you're throwing out. What What's the other one? The, the letter. The one that's going to be about a cop? No, 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 no. The new game from the these guys oh, about the cop. Um, uh, Dead Eyes? Judge Eyes. Judge Eyes, there we go. Um, I would say I'm equally as excited for that. I am very much so, because I love a good crime cop thing. And yeah. Like, crime being an actual goodie in this kind of world and environment sounds amazing. <laughs> it just it, it, Yeah, they wouldn't have to walk the line like they do with Kyrie. Exactly. You you know where you stand unless you, you then get into corruption and all that kind of side of things. Oh, which but, you will. It's, you know, yeah. Um if they can hit sleeping dogs level good, oh, I'll be very happy. Imagine. Imagine I Okay, the letter? Yep. The letter. The letter would have been good if he was dead. Yeah. I'd, but the fact that he's not dead, it's like, well, you know, I mean, that loses a lot of weight to it. I get that, but at the same time, he's effectively dead. He's supposed to never come back. Well, well see, here's the thing. He is effectively dead, except to Date and Akiyama. Yeah. Because even Akiyama guessed it at the end. He's like, nah, you're not telling me something. I, I, I quite like that. I'll, it, are you going to keep feeding me that line? I'll come back when you're going to change it. You know, like, yeah, he knows. I think the only people that truly believe he's dead are the Hirose gang. Mm-hmm. And I, I could see them definitely writing out Haruka forever now. Yeah. Because, okay, you've told that story. That's good. Um, I'm still interested in what's coming in the future. Yep. Are you still... Yeah, okay. oh yeah. Alright, let's let's call Luke okay. back. Hello. I can't believe it was aliens. I mean aliens all a lot oh Luke's back. And that silent uh-huh. hill crossover. <laughs> <Pretty good. laughs> Alright, so what's happening? Uh we discussed the Silent Hill crossover that happens at the end. Uh the UFO ending. Okay. And um <laughs> we're ready to do final thoughts. Luke not having seen the epilogue, Yo. do remember that mm-hmm. that you haven't seen the epilogue. Yeah, Yakuza 6, I think, greatly improves on a mechanic and visual level. Uh, Not that the previous games were bad. I think it does some really interesting things with the story. Not sure I agree with all of them, but there was enough there to keep me going. Um, It's not as good as Yakuza 0, I would say. But for anybody that is interested in a Yakuza game, and you've probably just had it all spoiled for you, <laughs> I would, uh, <laughs> I would, I would check them out. I mean, I, I have a lot of fun with them. I, I, I think we've all said that you know they fit quite well into our games of the years. That's two years in a row now. We've all said that. So, um, yeah, there's definitely something here, and it's really good to see Sega getting some some limelight again. So, um, yeah, check them out. Yeah, I keep forgetting you guys have affection for Sega, like I have affection for Nintendo. <laughs> <laughs> you want to go, Craig? Yeah, I'll You're just go. To, like, to be honest, a lot of my final thoughts I've already said. Look, especially when you were gone, I think a lot of sentiment carries over to my final thoughts from that. I really enjoyed my time with this game. I absolutely and utterly loved, particularly Camaroco, Camarocho. I'll still not know how to pronounce that. Running about the place. I think it's Ocho. Ocho. It's such a solid game. And the engine is just sublime. They've done a really 
banging job with it. Is it the Dragon Engine? I keep on rem- I forgot to mention that. Yeah, I think I just, so. Even just the name, the Dragon Engine, you know. Um, anyway, I would thoroughly recommend this. It's, <laughs> I'll, I'll echo Luke, it's not as good as Zero. It's, for me, it was too easy and quite thin, whereas Zero had a lot more depth to the combat and all the mini games that I actually enjoyed a bit more like the hostess um, cooking mama essentially <laughs> game was just fantastic so play it love it um, and remember Dave and I's words for the future yes remember them Um. alright so I think I'm going to be a little more harsh than you guys I think Yakuza 6 is a well, it's it's, a, it's in a weird spot. It's kind of it's it's a game that is not as much the pinnacle of its series as Zero is, like you guys said. Um, it's firmly middle of the pack. I think the combat being as weak as it was, the the side games I I I, I liked the side games in this more than I liked it in Zero actually. But with the story, the turns it takes, it ends up being a middle of the road thing. Now, that's not to say it's a 5 out of 10, because that's not fair. Because Yakuza is the only series that does Yakuza stuff. Like, this is maybe a lesser entry in a series, but it's also one of the only games that does what it does. And I still had a blast going through this, even though the whole time I, I I didn't enjoy it as much as Zero. But I wouldn't not play it for the world, you know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. So, in the end, this is a good place to start because, well, they do a pretty good job of catching you up on everything, and, and this is as good a place as any to join in. Like, Zero, Six, or Kiwami. It's great places to start. So, play the series, man. It's only time. It's only a couple hundred hours. What do you got to lose? I'm going for the Platinum for this. Did show me a little bit more of the depth of the mini games than I think you guys have gotten because you know you had to ace pretty much everything but I don't think it was a saving grace so in the end it's a game that I enjoyed I will play again at some point but it wasn't the greatest there we go well said Dave no that was very rambling <laughs> which is kind of what I do Okay, so, as Mike said earlier, our next big game is going to be Near Automatos, the Proto Simulator. Yes. Um, I take it you gentlemen are looking forward to it? Yes, very, very, very yes. much. And, Craig, you are the man <laughs> scheduling, so what are the next Retro Rewinds that will be coming out after this? Well, Dave, I'm glad you asked that question because the next Retro Rewind... Vamp a little harder, <laughs> ...will <man. laughs> be Typing of the Dead, Overkill, and Lethal Enforcers. So February is because our... Because it's like a month. Yes! Pew, pew, pew! Alright, so if you have anything to say about Typing of the Dead, the original and Overkill, because we're kind of sick of fans for this stuff... Yep. Uh, or Lethal Enforcers, or even if you want to start getting ready your thoughts for Nier, be sure to hit us up on the website, or Gmail, or Facebook, whatever. We're here. Talk to us. We might not ignore you. And with that, 
Say goodnight, gentlemen. Goodnight, gentlemen. Goodnight, gentlemen. See ya! Actually, no. Gentlemen, this time, say, say sayonara. Sayonara. Kiddos!